Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Browns are making some moves on the offensive staff, according to reports. Nothing confirmed by the Browns yet. But according to multiple reports, including from our buddy Tom Withers, who's going to join us shortly from the Associated Press, Stump Mitchell, running backs coach, no longer with the Browns. T.C. McCartney, tight ends coach, no longer with the Browns. And according to Josina Anderson, and Josina Anderson only at this point, offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt, no longer with the Browns. However, Tom and others say that Alex Van Pelt, at least as of now, is still under contract to the Browns. But evaluations are still going on. What's all that mean? That's a really good question. That's I, that's interesting. It, that's this whole thing is just fast. This this whole thing is interesting. And, and you can't because you, you understand some of the thinking maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I get the thinking that's behind it. I can make sense of it. The two things that are funky about it, one of them is the timing, the fact that they took, frankly, as long as they did. Well, but they just played on Saturday. This is only Wednesday. Right, but we've seen how some of this stuff has moved a little swifter. Right. Like, like if, if Mike McCarthy were to get canned at this point, you'd probably be shocked, right? No. Sometimes they take a little while to, okay. s- to sit back and make some decisions. Let's go to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. There's a lot of stuff going on. We really thank Tom Withers from the Associated Press for jumping on with us. Hello, Tom. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, man. Hey, guys. How you doing? We're doing good, well, Tom. Man. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. The latest on what you know about this situation with the Browns. <laughs> okay. What I know at this point is that Stump Mitchell has been fired, that T.C. McCartney has been let go. Um, he was not under contract coming back. And that the Alex Van Pelt situation remains fluid. Um, I know there are reports, or at least Josina Anderson has reported that he has been let go. But I've been, I've gotten a lot of pushback on that, and have been told that that is not factually accurate. So that's not to, that's not to say that that couldn't happen by the end of the day, or some kind of a parting. Um, you know, whether it's a resignation or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, he's, he's still under contract as far as I know. And um, that doesn't mean that he doesn't want to explore some other opportunities. It's potential that he wants to maybe, you know, get permission to talk to some other teams. Very fluid situation, but that's what I know up to this point. I've reached out to uh, some other people around the league, some players to try to get some clarity on the Van Pelt situation. But that seems to be one that we're going to have to monitor throughout the course of today. Tom, my thought would be this, and Dan and I have been kicking this around. You just won 11 games with four starting quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, off, the offensive coordinator, whoever well, it is, in whatever way they, they're divvying up the duties between Kevin and Alex, 
it it worked pretty well. So with that in mind, the only thing we can think of is you're looking for an approach if, in fact, anything changes with Alex Van Pelt that might be more tailored to Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's a, that's a, a very good assumption, I think, by you guys. Um, you know, listen, we just spent, <laughs> we just spent an entire season watching this team plug holes, whether it was at quarterback or right offensive tackle, left offensive tackle, running back. They lose Nick Chubb in week two. <clears throat> Excuse me, they lose Jack Conklin in week one. Um, you know, the Elijah Moore situation never really got going. Deshaun goes out in November. They bring in 38, now 39-year-old Joe Flacco. The offense finally looks like itself. So, there were, yeah, there have been moving parts. So, I guess I shouldn't be surprised that we're beginning the offseason with, you know, now new holes in the offense only on the staff. So, yeah, it's um, it's an interesting situation. And I don't think people should overreact to this news either, guys. I mean, changes take place on coaching staffs all the time, yeah. whether it's a team that wins 13 games or wins three. So, um, you know, I, I thought it was interesting last week that, um, you know, when we asked, I think it was Jake Trotter that asked um, Alex Van Pelt specifically about Kevin and working on his staff. And he was effusive in his praise about what Kevin did this year and the adjustments that he made and the culture that he's built. So I don't think this is a case necessarily of Alex Van Pelt not being happy here. It's just that he may be looking for another opportunity somewhere else to to spread his wings a little bit. I don't know if he has, um, you know, goals to become an NFL head coach or not, but I'm sure he would like to call plays. I know there is a quote unquote collaboration here within the staff, um, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I sat in on offensive coaches meetings this year and, and, and know exactly how that dynamic works between the two men. I know they do. Like I said, I know they get along. They seem to be happy, but again, I would have, I would tell everybody to kind of, you know, relax a little bit to, to think that there's some kind of, you know, big conspiracy or anything, um, you know, anything strange uh, afoot. So then, Tom, and, and again, Tom Withers, Associate Press, joining us on the North Upstate Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. And I mean, we're all we're all speculating at this point because that's all frankly, we can do. Yeah. That's all we can do. We're just trying yeah. to make sense of this. So if they go out and decide, and, and let's say if they move on from Alex Van Pelt, and if this is to evolve that way, and all of this is if and speculations and all that kind of stuff, do you see them going like to the college ranks to get somebody? You know, that's an interesting question, Dan. And, you know, you can see why they may want to think that way only because the quarterback that's under contract here now is, you know, kind of fits that profile a little bit more, right? He's not your traditional, um, you know, pocket passer. But I think what's interesting too, Dan, is that we just saw this offense operate better with a traditional pocket passing quarterback. And Kevin Stefanski seemed to be calling plays, you know, better than ever with a traditional type of thrower uh, in the pocket. So, you know, I don't know what they, they want to do with the offense. I mean, you know, I think the, the bigger issue to me, guys, is that, you know, how is Deshaun Watson's shoulder? You know, I, you know, everybody wants to speculate about what's going on with the staff. Let's talk about the franchise quarterback here for a second, who's coming off of a, you know, a fairly significant injury and a fairly significant surgery and has played 12 games since 2020. So, you know, to me, that's, that's the bigger question here. And then, in terms of in this year, in this year of the backup quarterback, where the Browns were basically the poster boys for having to, you know, to fill that hole, how does this team view backup quarterbacks going forward? You know, is, is Flacco a legitimate number two coming back here? Again, all speculation because we don't know Deshaun Watson's status. We we've, we've been told that the rehab is going well. 
We've been told that he's going to be on time to get into camp, but we don't know that yet. I mean, it's still, what is it, January 16th, 17th here? So, um, you know, a, a lot of a lot of questions to be answered going forward. And um, obviously, you know, a lot of people didn't expect this this morning, but quite frankly, I, I kind of did. Tom Withers joining us from the Associated Press. Tom, your Deshaun Watson thought is is right on about about the injury, but next year will be his third year here, and we know he didn't play but six games the first year, and now this year with the injuries, I would think you know just just my gut watching football, I would think he has next year, and if by the end of next year he hasn't established himself as the starting quarterback, this is a league where you're looking for that quarterback all the time. <laughs> I, I would think it has yeah. to happen next year, or the Browns are going to be looking for a quarterback. It's you know it's crazy to think that at this point, Jeff. But I think you have to, and I think you listen. I think you have to look at the glass half full and be optimistic about you know what you saw. Sure. You know the last time that Deshaun Watson was on the field, which was the best that we've seen him. Right? I mean that second half in Baltimore was absolutely sensational. And as we watched it, we had no idea that he had a fractured shoulder. And we knew he had a, a, an ankle sprain. We didn't know the severity of it. So, um, you know, you have to be encouraged by, by what you saw. You have to be encouraged that there were moments where it looked like everything was clicking. Um, again, you know, everything was clicking with, you know, Nick Chubb recovering from, from knee surgery. I still think that this team would have looked entirely differently this year had that injury not happened. I think they were willing to maybe run him, you know, upwards of 300 times because they felt like they finally had the quarterback in place where they could really get this run game going. And it just didn't happen. So, again, credit to Stefanski and his staff for having to, you know, for adjusting, you know, on the fly to that and then having to adjust for the better part of a month with Deshaun being in the lineup, out of the lineup. Is he, you know, how bad is the shoulder? Then he, and then, then they lose him completely. They bring Joe Flacco in off the street and have this marvelous run that, you know, I hope people in the future look back on this and remember what an unbelievable you know, journey this season has been. So, yeah, so many unanswered questions, uh, Jeff. But, um, again, I, you know, I think by the end of next year, yeah, you better as a franchise have a better, a, a better idea of what Deshaun Watson means going forward. So, Tom, the idea of scapegoat is being thrown about, too, when it comes to, <laughs> you know, somebody needing to take the fall, somebody needing, you know, a, the, the classic French Revolution, a head must roll, you know, that kind of thing that's going on here. Do you see it that way? Because I don't think many people were screaming like that. Not, not at no, 11 I and don't, 6. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, 11 and 6, why would there need to be a scapegoat? I mean, I, you, my God, you know, what this team accomplished the year, this year is nothing short of remarkable. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. I know this thing is very real when you get blown out by 31 points you know, in the playoffs. And, you know, there's all kinds of variables in that game that led to that. And, oh, by the way, isn't C.J. Stroud something? So, um, and I do think people got a little bit caught up in, you know, how well the Browns had played there on December 24th, not not taking into account what that C.J. Stroud <laughs> did not play in that game, and neither did Will Anderson Jr. and a couple of other of those Texan defenders. And I think people vastly underrated that team going into that game. All that being said, I think the idea of a scapegoat is just ridiculous, Dan, to your point. I, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, for them to go 11-6, and six, given what they had to deal with this year, is just, uh, again, uh, you know, if Kevin Stefanski's not coach of the year, he's definitely going to be the runner-up. I agree. All right, Tom, thank you. Um, <laughs> hey, there's a, there's a big basketball game tonight, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I know. It's, I it's the Cavs with five straight wins, and they've won 10-13, and the Bucks and everything else. 
Yeah. And, lot go, lot going on as always. Trade deadline coming up in the NBA. Last thing real. Do they yeah. need to make a tweak here and there? You know, I think they'll they'll consider making a tweak. I think, you know, with that the you've got to look at the rotation and see what you're getting at the back end of the rotation. I think unfortunately for them, Jeff, is that and you've got to hope that when, you know, Mobley and Garland come back and hopefully sooner than later, this team finally gets to look at what it's supposed to look like. And that hasn't happened yet. And and to consider that they've gone ten and three and I will say that the, the schedule has been very favorable, particularly over the last five games. All that said, you know, they, the front office needs to take a look at, okay, here's the offseason moves we made. Um, you know, what, what can this team do healthy going forward through this year? But, of course, they will look at potential moves. I mean, that's what GMs do on a daily basis. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate your time today. Thank you, too. Anytime, fellas. Have a good one. Tom too, Withers, man. Associated Press, joining us on the North Olmsted Chrysler G. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Dodge Ram Hotline. Just recently, Jake Trotter from ESPN saying that he's been told by Alex Van Pelt that he is no longer the offensive coordinator. I'm Jeff Phelps. Menegan's in for Andy Baskin today. So let's let's recap. If the two reports out there are accurate, and that that and from Josina Anderson and Jake Trotter, CBS and ESPN, then Alex Van Pelt is no longer the offensive coordinator of the Browns. Tom Withers' point, I think, is one that we're going to talk about. I think it could be a huge part of this. Stump Mitchell, no longer the running back coach. T.C. McCartney, no longer the tight end coach. That means three key assistants on the offensive side of the ball of an 11-6 team that won games with four different starting quarterbacks have been replaced or are going to be replaced. Interesting. If if you look at it, Mm -hmm. and it depends on which lens you want to look at it through, can either sit there and look at it and go, well, they had five different quarterbacks and they made it work and they they evolved when they had to. And as, as Tom Withers said too, Kevin Stefanski as a play caller was outstanding with Joe Flacco at the helm. He had guys open. They were running the, the under center bootleg stuff with a pocket pass or all of that. You can, you can say all of those different things and you can really make a case that it should have been status quo. 
But you can also look at this and go, okay, when Deshaun Watson was in there, it was clunky. That's a good word to describe it because I wouldn't say it was bad. No, it, it was just it, it just didn't yeah, it didn't look the way you wanted it to look. It at was, least as frequently as it needed to with Deshaun Watson, your franchise quarterback. It was clunky and disjointed. Like it just felt like I wanted to see this this beautiful harmony of the spread offense Did you and know? the and the Kubiak under center, ah. Shanahan. Like I thought if you could build this offense, you would build the Death Star. Like this would be this could take it all down. Like this could be unbelievable what they could put together. And it never came together. Now, some of that is of course a quarterback getting hurt. And some of that is offensive linemen going down and Nick Chubb going down. All of these different we could point to a lot of different things, but it always felt clunky. And even when Deshaun Watson caught fire in that Ravens game in the second half, it still was clunky. And it still was a lot of screen passes. And it was a lot of things that clicked into place at the right time. And I need to go back and watch that game because I'm kind of doing this off the top of my head and it's kind of fuzzy. But I wonder if they're looking at that and going, okay, how do we build the Death Star that we wanted to build from the very beginning? And what caused us to not be able to mesh these two things together? It just seems to me that in this situation, and you had some success. You went 11-6. and six. When Flacco came in, it was really pretty good. But maybe they think they've they've topped out as to how far this group can take them. And, and you don't know what's going on in meetings. You don't know how personalities clash. Stump Mitchell was here. Kevin Stefanski kept him. Or maybe over time, that, that didn't work for them. Uh, maybe it's a personal thing. Maybe it's productivity. Who knows? Tight end situation, okay. Najoku was drafted because you thought he was a really good talent. Does he get more credit than the tight end coach? Who knows? You're going to pass it out credit. You'll get another tight ends coach. You'll get another running backs coach. The offensive coordinator is a, a bigger situation if, that, if all the reports are indeed true. And it makes me think this. If you're going to go get a big-time offensive coordinator to help you make it work even better, more frequently, whatever. Lift Deshaun Watson's play. And I think Kevin's done a nice job calling plays. You might need to have a guy who's going to call the plays because you might not get who you want. I mean, think think about the sales pitch. Hey, you're going to come in and work with Deshaun Watson and you're going to scheme all week long. And then on game day, you're going to talk to Deshaun because I'm calling the plays. All right, let's make some people grumpy. That's not as appealing as, as most opportunities that might be out there. I don't think you're going to get a big-time coordinator coming in here. Well, not if you're not if he's not calling plays. No, and that's the number one reason. And by the way, I don't like Kevin Stefanski to give up play call. <laughs> no way. Are you serious? He's humming. This offense hummed. Yeah, it was clunky and disjointed when Watson was in there. This thing is hummed, and frankly, a lot of it, if you go back and watch the tape, is not Kevin Stefanski's fault. Like, guys, we're still running wide open. Like, you can find different spots where reads were missed. And, look, you do it with every quarterback in the league. You do it with Patrick Mahomes. You do it with Josh Allen. You can do it with whomever you want to pick in the league. Like, there will always be receivers wide open that quarterbacks miss. That's how the game is played. But, like, I think they're going to go get – I think they're going to go to the college ranks, and I think they're going to get somebody in the college ranks who's going to be under it who is okay with building a game plan – 
or they're going to get somebody who has been in the league for a long period of time and is like, I don't want to call plays. I want to design stuff. I want or to watch maybe it work. As, maybe as a quarterback coach who's looking for the promotion. Right. Who's like, this could be the step in the right direction where if I can get Deshaun Watson humming, maybe I'm the next one who gets picked up. Jim's I, in Strongsville. Jim. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get the Arthur Smith. I don't think you're going to get the um, Tennessee offensive coordinator whose name I'm totally blanking on. I don't think you're going to get Tim those Kelly. guys. Thank you. Who they, was, they, who was they, by they, the way, Deshaun's offensive they, coordinator in Houston after Bill O'Brien gave that up. And Bill O'Brien's available. Sorry, Jim. Go ahead, Jim. No, that's okay. They don't want that kind of guy. That's, that's This whole move, that's not even what it's about. Look, once you decided you were going to go with Deshaun Watson, there was no turning back. They gave this group a chance. I think what, they, what they're looking for now is an infusion of creativity, an infusion of a mindset that maybe they don't have. They're looking for something different. They're looking for some creativity. They're looking for somebody who's used to working with this type of quarterback. I mean, Jeff, you said it best. This offense looked a lot better when you had a pocket passer in there. Well, guess what? You made the decision on Deshaun Watson. You don't have a pocket passer. Correct. So, no, they're doing everything that they can right now to create a, a situation. And, I'm, I mean, look, they gave, it a, they gave it a year. They've tried this two years in a row now to, like, revamp the offense, and I think they just haven't been able to do it. I think they're just looking for new people. I think you're going to see younger people with fresh ideas, and I'm not saying that as some old fogey, like, oh, we need fresh ideas, but – I think they're looking at it like, hey, we need somebody that has a totally different perspective than we do. And I think the problem that they had in the past and why these guys are out of there is that they all pretty much shared the same perspective on how to run an offense, what worked and what didn't work. And I think they're looking, they're looking for something different and new. And I think it's wonderful that they're open-minded enough to realize that that's something that they need. See, and Jim, that's why I think they're going to college for this guy. Like I. I think you're right. I think it's going to be like the OC from Kansas or something along those lines. Like they're going to get some offense that hums in college. It's a spread offense, and they're going to bring that philosophy in. Because, guys, there's no turning back now. I mean, look, and Jeff, I know you had said earlier about like, well, you give Deshaun. Here's the problem. Like, in order to keep the team competitive for next year, you're going to probably have to extend it. You're going to have to push Deshaun's money back. And it's not like once you quit on him, you're going to have a dead zone of a year where you're going to be eating like $100 million on the salary cap and dead money if it doesn't work out. So, I mean, you this pretty much needs to work out for them or you head down the worst possible path that you can imagine. And, Jim, let me throw this one at you. Last year you changed Joe Woods. You change out Mike Prefer for Bubba Ventrone, a special teams coach. If you change out offensive coordinator this year, that means you've, you've cleaned out the top three coaches on your coaching staff. After that, there's only one place to look. That's the head coach. But You're right. did it work well enough at 11-6 and six that the head coach has completely uh, earned the trust? I think he's earned a contract extension. If he gets that and he's earned the trust of ownership and everything else, then he gets to tweak the staff a little bit and move forward. Maybe, maybe that's a long-term play. Guys, this reminds me of what John Harbaugh has done year after year with Lamar Jackson or whoever happened to be his quarterback. He brought different guys in to to – Finalize and put the finishing touches on the way this offense would operate the best under yeah. under uh, he, Lamar Jackson, and, and he went that's to what college too. And he yeah. went to college to go get it, Jim. Too. That's a hell of a point. But it was a college guy who had some pro experience, obviously. Right, Todd Munkin being here. I got to do some digging, Jim. And interesting. Out. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Do some digging, figure out who that guy yeah. possibly could be. Who the next? I mean, that's what everybody's doing now is we're oh, trying to find the, who the next Todd Munkin had, is. They had Greg Roman in Baltimore. Yeah, and they that and, thing went as far as you could get it. And then they t- they decided to tweak it. It's, it's really interesting yeah. stuff. Let's Chuck's in around. Cleveland. Let's Chuck, who went down there? Hey, what's happening, y'all? All right, Chuck. Much, man. How are you? 
Hey, man, when anybody say, don't overreact, right? That reminds me when I took this little mommy up to Delmonico's and she ordered a steak. Yeah. Now, y'all probably saying, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Well, she no, told me I'm... she was a vegetarian, okay? Oh. I thought I was saving some money. All right, look. Thought she was going to buy green beans, and instead exactly. she, she went for the cowboy ribeye. My goodness, let me tell y'all. I really believe since we don't run the ball, why have a running back coach? We we only got two tight ends, so what's what's the coach with that? And Stepanski is the OC. He's calling the plays. Maybe this is a new thing. We're going to trim the roster and save the money. What, what, what do we need them for? Honestly, I mean, it might be the new of the new. Since we're disrespecting positions on the field, you might as well start disrespecting the coaches because what's the need in them if you're not going to use them? And that's just how I feel about the whole thing. I believe it's just to save some money because what you got rid of was not garbage. You follow what I'm saying? No, so, they, they, they got rid of guys yeah, who so, I mean, at, at least I mean, you would I don't think know. the productivity was there, Chuck. You're right. I mean, exactly. So I really believe it's just to save money and um go another direction. The NFL is new, so – if we don't replace them, y'all already know what it is. Right, and Chuck. use because. Thank you, Chuck. I get that a lot of us are currently working in positions where that's happening. Yeah, and they, it's driving they, all of us up the wall. They're not looking to ways. save money. In the Browns don't operate that way. No. Like the, the Browns aren't operating like your company where they're just flopping more things on your desk and not hiring anybody to cover it. Like What are you saying, Dan? They not they don't operate that way. They cut checks. I mean, we've we watched an entire two year thing where they continue to cut checks for what we've watched. I mean, they, they're just handing out cash left and right and kicking the can down the road on a bunch of different things. Like, the last thing anybody could call the Haslam's is cheap. Now, there's, you know, if you want to go a lot of other different directions, that's on you. That's fine. But the last thing you can call the Haslam's is cheap. I would agree with that completely. Number to join us, uh, and you can, if you want to hang on, terrific, 216-474-0092. We will get to your phone calls. Josh Booty, former Browns quarterback. Former Major League infielder, by the way. But Josh, former Browns quarterback, coming up next. I want to ask him, what does an offensive coordinator who doesn't call plays do? I want to hear what he has to say. I'll bet he's been in that situation. Coming up next on Baskin and Phelps. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 